This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If. Only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. This is Optimal Health Daily, episode 864. Is body positivity a dangerous idea? Part two by Matt McLeod of mattmcleod.org. And I'm Dr. Neil, your very own personal narrator. Hey there, welcome to a Thursday edition of Optimal Health Daily. This is one of five podcasts where we read to you from blogs for free so that you don't have to read them yourself, except on Fridays. That's where I usually answer your questions. Now, as a reminder, today's post is a continuation from yesterday. So I recommend listening to yesterday's episode first if you haven't already. That's episode number 863. But if you're all caught up, let's jump right into part two as we continue optimizing your life. Is Body Positivity a Dangerous Idea? Part two by Matt McLeod of mattmcleod.org. Real world example. To give some anecdotal evidence to this claim of how body positivity can be dangerous, I've got a story about my medical nutrition therapy professor who had his mother come in and talk to our class about her gastric bypass procedure. This is a common surgery for those who are highly overweight or obese to help aid weight loss. As his mother was growing up, she said she never really noticed how much weight she was gaining. Many of her other family members were also overweight, and so it was likely common for her to be exposed to similar unhealthy eating habits and weight gain amongst the people she spent the most time with. When everyone around you is overweight, it's very easy to dismiss the amount of weight you may be slowly gaining year after year. After she explained much of this with us and started to get into her part about where she was discussing with the doctor about getting the weight loss surgery, I raised my hand to ask her a question. Being super interested in behavioral psychology, I asked her what the tipping point was that caused her to actually make the change and to finally get the weight loss surgery. What was that push she needed in order to cause her to start progressing towards a healthier lifestyle? She told me that was a really good question, and she had to actually take a moment to step back and think hard about it. After a little more time, she looked up and said it was when her loved ones told her she was fat. She had her epiphany moment, and the truth deeply set in for her to actively pursue a lifestyle change, because if she didn't, she wasn't going to be around as long as she wanted. This was not the answer I was expecting at all. It hit me like a ton of bricks. She didn't need a motivational quote, some fancy diet or exercise regimen, or someone telling her to just love her body. She needed honesty. The brutal truth was that she was at an unhealthy weight, and if she didn't do something about it, she was not guaranteed to reach a very old age. Isn't this, or at least some extent of this, what we all somewhat need in order to make a positive change in our lives? We need someone or something to make us truly wake up and stop fooling ourselves. 
By no means am I saying we should go around telling people that they are fat in hopes of them realizing they are fat and then expecting them to make a change. Not at all. I don't think fat shaming is ever a good idea, and I think every situation deserves individual context and personalized interventions. But what I am saying is that if you truly love yourself, you will be super honest with yourself. You will get angry, possibly accompanied by sadness, when that honesty really sets in because you're upset with yourself and your past actions that have brought forth this reality. When that pain and anger of remaining the same outweighs the pain of making a change, only then will you truly want to do something about it. After listening to this, many of you may be thinking, I can still love my body while also trying to make a positive improvement for a healthier lifestyle. I completely understand where this argument comes from, but again, to me, it is both right and wrong. I think it is right because you can accept your current circumstances and value yourself enough to have a positive mindset in order to make a change for the better. This is the pleased but not satisfied mentality, which I can admit to having as well. However, I also think the argument is wrong because you can't accept and love something while also actively be working to improve it. Improving something by definition means you are making something better than what it was before. If you truly loved it, you would have no incentive to change anything. I know this can kind of be dealing with the minutia of wordplay or however you want to actually frame it, but I figured it'd be helpful to really break things down to possibly give you a better understanding of what I'm trying to convey. With all that being said, I want to take a major step back as I end this article. Who am I? Who am I to judge anyone who finds the flowery, motivational, and cliche sayings helpful? If you follow people who are a little extra and over the top with all of their posts and you like them and find them helpful, please continue to do so. Body image is a very complex issue. This article could have been another five to 10,000 words. And me, being someone who has never struggled with being overweight, has very little merit to say what is right or wrong. I will not pretend that I understand these struggles that many of you listening may currently be facing. I care about people who care about other people and generally want to make them healthier and happier. I care about you being able to find credible, possibly entertaining and valuable information that can help you along your journey. I don't care about being right or wrong. I just want us as a community to spread awareness to the repercussions of not caring about your body. My hopes are that this article helps clear that up even just a little. If you have any issues or reason to discuss something I've written, I'd love to hear about it in the comments, via email, text, whatever, so that I can possibly see it from your point of view and get that much closer to what is actually the most important thing, the truth. You just listened to part two of the post titled, Is Body Positivity a Dangerous Idea? by Matt McLeod of mattmcleod.org. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites. One of the things I love about Indeed is that it filters out incompatible applicants. So when you're hiring, the process is much faster and you only have to consider applicants that are already likely to be a great fit. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com health. Just go to indeed.com health right now 
and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash health. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch, find inspiration for your new vibe every day at Saks.com. Dr. Neil here for my commentary. I think Matt's last points were super critical. You got to find what works for you. If looking at Instagram helps keep you motivated and keeps you on your path to reaching your full potential, then by all means, continue to do so. It may start to become an issue if you compare yourselves to these folks and then feel badly about yourself. And I appreciated Matt's story about his former professor's mom coming in and talking about her struggles with weight management. For some people, hearing a very blunt, not so great comment about their body weight or about anything can be that wake-up call. Dr. Phil has made a career out of doing this. You know, if you think about some of the guests on his show, when people are really putting themselves in harm's way, He'll just flat out tell them, what are you, some kind of idiot? And for some, that's the wake-up call that they needed. But again, that's for some, not everyone. So do a little self-discovery and find out what motivates you, what keeps you on track, what will help you become the best version of yourself. And once you've found that, don't let it go. All right, that wraps up today's episode. Thank you for listening. Thank you for being a subscriber. I hope you have a wonderful rest of your Thursday and I'll see you back here tomorrow for the Friday Q&A and where your optimal life awaits.